Hey, hey, what's going on? BG here with you. And yep, yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. You had a million other things you could have been watching. Like, literally, there's a million other things you could be watching. But you chose to pick your time with me. And I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you for being the change that you want to see. I'm going to be the change that you want to be. So, I got some new data today. Thank you for joining. Once again, this is a new wrinkle on the brain coming at you. This is BG. I'm the host. I just have a whole bunch of really awesome data. And the best thing is I got a beautiful, positive attitude today. Man, I got that attitude that makes me feel like, oh, I'm feeling good. <clears throat> feeling kind of like, man, I made it. You know, like real like, mm, I've arrived. But as we do on a new rink on the brain, we're going to talk about the flip side. And I'm going to address the previous episode because I have to. I just have to. Kanye West. Oh, my word. Um, yeah, he uh, he put me in a certain state of emotion. <laughs> um, I've <laughs> attempted to <laughs> I've attempted to record like four or five times for this dude and i'm like every time i think i got it right before it premieres something else happens and something goes wrong or he says something insane and i'm like okay i'm done um i do want to bring up something i talked about earlier and i i really think it's important that i address this in as calm a fashion as possible because i don't think it makes sense for me to lose my cool or to come at anyone in any type of way we all see what Ye is up to and we all agree it's not good the man's not well however quick point not sure if anyone thought about it some of the lesser things that he's not talking about recently like he's he's definitely he 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 is now avoiding some pretty huge topics, but there are some pretty huge things he dropped that kind of rhyme with the Matrix, if you will. I'm going to use that term. I think that's a good word. The Matrix. You know, we, we all we all saw the movie. We all know Keanu Reeves. But in the Matrix, it was very clear. There's a hierarchy. There's a systematic reason things happen. Not to say there's never a coincidence. I mean, some would argue there are never no such thing as a coincidence. But what I would say is maybe there's no happenstance of our mind understanding what coincidence is. Co for, for instance, coincidences that we realize per day have very little to do with how things actually came to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could say it's a coincidence when... Oh, I go to the store, and when I went to the store, hey, Winky dink the item I want is cheaper now. Wow, what a coincidence. No, um, it's pretty possible that the store just overbought your product. <laughs> now you're paying lesser for it because there's more of it, supply and demand. It just makes sense. I mean, a lot of things are not coincidence. Um there's a there's another simple example like uh oh i i met this person today i mean it was just amazing i've i've never met this person in my life but oh everything we talked about was just it, it was it was such a great conversation it, it was something to where oh 
everything was just just perfect. It was such a coincidence to have met such a very amazing person. Maybe it's not a coincidence. I mean, if you think back on it, and I've asked people this, you know, who have that raving rant about people, and I'm like, hey, well, you're mentioning that you had a great conversation with this person. Okay. How many times do you have a great conversation with your living circle? Like, like the people you live with, like whoever's under the roof that you go to sleep in at night, like whatever roof you're under at night, do you have a great conversation with those same people as well as the person that you're saying that you met? The answer normally eight, seven times out of 10 is no. But what I've noticed is if you look even deeper and you just say, oh, okay, well, you okay. So you get along with your circle and sometimes they're like, oh, I, yeah, I talked to everyone I know and this person just, oh my God, it was great. Okay, so that conversation means that the, you feel that they can be part of your circle. Does that make sense? <clears throat> because now it's like, oh, well, you know, I talk to my friends, I say blah, blah, blah. And hey, I talked to this new person that I've never met ever. I said, wah, wah, wah. He said, bah, bah, bah. and it, oh my God, it was great. I mean, like that whole, it was a coincidence that I've met someone that awesome. Mm, technically, no. Fun fact. More people think like you than, than you know, and when you do encounter someone where you're like, wow, this is going great, this is an amazing conversation, it's probably because you haven't had a lot of conversations. I'm not saying that to be rude, I'm not saying it to call anyone out, I'm just saying it to be very, very honest. A lot of us forgot how to talk, we forgot how to communicate. I think Kanye West doesn't know how to communicate, and as a artists as a producer in in a uh, in a field where there is not a lot of you know communication that's productive there's communication yes is it productive sometimes no in a in the music industry nine times out of ten no you know what i'm saying really the 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 best music comes from the one percent that doesn't go out and do crazy stuff that doesn't go out and and uh, uh make themselves into a meme you know when you don't do that and you're focusing and you're making money there's a reason that you're excelling there's a there's a reason that oh wow people gravitate to hey this person's very productive they do this amazing work we want to be around the amazing person while they do amazing things that is true at the same time it's also true that people love watching a car crash. I think we're witnessing a car crash, you know, and, and for for the most part, I, I was okay with, hey, you know what? He came out and he said some wild stuff about a certain group of people. I want to look up that people. And I did. And I looked up the language and the lineage, the connections between the world and this group. It was very, very insightful. I felt it was something that could be talked about that could be a productive conversation that would go into a beautiful situation where everyone just feels hey you know what you're right there's less uncommon than there is of us being common we have more things in common yeah you read this book hey well we read this book i make the analogy simple throw all the if you just throw the idea of religion away for a second and think we are fighting over books that people like to read. Boil it down. Boil it down to the basics. We are fighting over books that certain people in certain regions of the world like to read. It's 
100% that simple. And because of the way that people travel around the world, <coughs> certain groups end up in certain areas where maybe not everyone reads the same book. Texas is a beautiful example of that. You know, um, I, live, I live in Texas and there's always been the ism. Oh, there's a lot of people coming here from California. They better not bring their California to my Texas. I like my Texas. I don't want to change. Those California boys, they're going to come in here. They're going to they mess around and start voting Democrat. And they're going to put in all these progressive ideas. And I'm using air quotes as I say progressive. I mean, you know, there's an ism. The whole nation assumes Texans have towards people moving here. It's very strange, very unnatural, to be honest with you. But what I've noticed with people who are native Texans who have been here for a long time, I'm talking like generational long time, like a long, long time. Generational Texans are very clear. They're like, dude, we don't care who moves here. Here's the thing. They're not, if they're, if they're made of anything, they'll make it through summer. If they're made of anything stronger, they'll make it through winter. Now, if they make it through both parts of those seasons in this state, technically, you're already a Texan. You just As long as you can make it through the weather, you're fine. We don't care. We're not mad at you. Hey, you want this solution. Hey, we want that solution. For the most part, Texans can enter a room completely disagreeing and exit the room with a beer, having a great time, listening to some great music. That's Texas. We're not a very angry state. We're an angry... We're, we're, we are being placed into an angry state of being because certain leaders and whatnot make it very difficult for Texas to be Texas. <clears throat> I will also say those leaders that are making it hard for Texas to be Texas is not leaders that are in Texas. Fun fact. Fun fact. I, I, I mean... I would say different if Beto O'Rourke were our governor, but he's not, so I don't have to address that. Three-time losers don't have to be addressed. But what I will say is, when it comes to what is the processes here, you know, a lot of people who are not from Texas move here, and they they have a very simple question: What's the thing? Like you guys have a real thing here. There's a real machismo, a real like kind of mandy idea of what we're being told in other states about what texas is and just to make the simple analogy i have to say at one point it's like hey well i have to slow you down hey hey texas isn't all that bad and we were doing the same thing with, with yay or kanye west whatever you want to call him we were saying it at one point we're like hey you know he's not that bad yeah he said some wild stuff yeah don't mind him the drink champs thing eh, bad not good taste. Is he terrible? Nah, leave him alone. You know, <laughs> like, like no one was mad. No, no one was like, like, like inwardly angry about the drinks champs thing. To me, it was more of a reaction of the drink champs thing happened, <clears throat> and drink champs themselves removed the video and revolt removed the video. That's the outrage. The outrage wasn't oh. He went out there and said some wild outlandish things and also claimed he wants to run for president. No, 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 no. That wasn't what was weird. What was weird is all of the stuff he said in that particular interview was much closer to reality 
than people assume. And here's the weird part. All the things in that interview with Drink Champs that we were at first like, eh, he says some wild things. Ah, we let it go. We're not, we're, we don't mind it. It's just don't talk about a group of people. I think that's where everyone had a consensus. Anyone who heard or understands what's going on and can see through the BS sees that our nation was, um, was I, I call that, a, that's an attempted coup right there. Yay attempted a coup. Yay went out there and said something so wild about a certain group of people. He was waiting for the bandwagoners to just troop behind him and march with him. And we're gonna we're gonna make our voices heard, Dad Nabbit. You know, he he assumed there was gonna be this this flush of love and people that were gonna be around him that would lift him up and do a certain thing for him. I have to admit, Mr. Yay, um, West, whatever the hell you want to call yourself, dude. No, no one was gonna gather around you based on the words you used in that interview. People were gathering around to collectively have a moment of OMG. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were not collectively saying, okay, I agree with every word he just said. I'm marching with this guy. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. And he made it worse. He just kept egging it on. You know, after the Drink Champs interview, he's saying things out in the street. TMZ's talking to him. He says some wild stuff like, they sacrificed my mama, man. I want to focus on that for a moment because I have a feeling that that held more truth than everything he said after that, which is so strange because he tripled and quadrupled down on some very, very anti-group talk, which I will not at all address here. I'm not even, I'm not going to play him. I'm not going to put a piece of, of his words here. I don't feel that my podcast has a place for yay to exist right now based on his tim cast irl interaction and his whole word salad that he put out there with alex jones i will say the uh net and the yahoo um 100 the most stupidest clever thing i've ever heard, heard of in my life um I just wanted to put this out there. Carrot Top, the comedian, should be very, very angry. <laughs> and he should be contacting some very high-level people because I do feel Yay using props was kind of a jab at, a, at Carrot Top. And Carrot Top being such a great prop comic, I'm just putting it out there. Carrot Top, if, you, you know, if you're listening, simple, simple joke. Um, the prop is... You know, he calls himself, he calls himself yay. Well, you know, in the hood, we, you know, small baggies of stuff that's white would also be called yay. So you can have a small baggie of something that's white, you know, it could be sugar, salt, whatever, but a small baggie, the white stuff. And, um, you put the, um, net and the Yahoo. So yay net and Yahoo. There's a joke there. There's a joke there. I'm not going to say it. There's a joke there. Nay, yet, er, sorry. Yay, net, and Yahoo. There's a joke there. Um, even uh, even the Yahoo, um, you can replace the Yahoo with like a brand that says Yahoo because, you know, Yahoo's kind of like terrible and no one cares. No one really, no one's, 
No one's dying on a hill defending Yahoo.com email. <laughs> so, <laughs> I th again, there's a joke there. Carrot Top, if you're listening, that's for you. Have fun with that. Um, but back, back, back to the case. So, 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 okay. So what I want to, what I wanted to bring up was, you know, yay, bringing up all these things, set me down this path to learn about the Hebrew lineage, to learn about the history, to learn about the Torah, to learn about the writing, to learn about how the writing came to be. I thought that was very, very uh, awesome. We had an awesome time with Mr. Doug Vote. I really do feel that it wasn't I, I wasn't posting that out of like being rude or trying to be messed up or whatever like i really was doing that out of respect unfortunately yay has used so much disrespect it makes it very difficult for me to move forward talking about that culture or that group of people so i'll say this um you can find an amazing video in my playlist that's titled the data dump that no one knows about that can be that's going to be on my youtube channel also a new wrinkle on the brain so by going to a new wrinkle on the brain on youtube you will find the playlist a new wrinkle on the brain does have a play a playlist it is awesome when you go to the channel by going to a new wrinkle on the brain it uh, yeah you want to put podcast a new wrinkle on the brain podcast when you get to a new wrinkle on the brain podcast page you will see a couple different options here go over to playlist you can use all the, you know, the quick links. It's not a problem. However, go to playlist. This is where the fun is. When you go to the playlist, here's where it goes. It goes down the rabbit hole. And I'm saying hard in the paint down the rabbit hole. Um, we have, you know, um, just basic liked, you know, uh, uh, some music videos here. I have a couple new things that I did on YouTube. You know, uh, some of the shorts that I did along with the not tying video. That was great. Um, but right now I really want to focus on the data dump that no one knows about. If you go into that playlist, it's a, it's more than a thousand different videos, documentaries, just very interesting pieces of information that I find help the wrinkle. Um, they definitely put a wrinkle on my brain. So when I get a, a wrinkle, you know, I want to, I want to put it out there. I want to, I want to share the wrinkle, you know, cause a thought is a wave. A wave is consciousness. If you can affect the wave, then you affect everyone's consciousness. You know, um, that's why I, I that's why I feel so good about audio. Like audio is so cool because music is changing. We're getting very multi-dimensional with sound now. You know, uh, there's these. I don't know if anyone's heard about it. It's a new Dolby Atmos system. And that's an audio system that they're using in movie theaters. You can buy it for, for home theater systems, things like that. It's very, very expensive right now. However, here's the kicker. It's a speaker system so good, it sounds like stuff's literally in the room with you. If there's like a if you're watching Jurassic Park, you're gonna hear and feel the you know, the dinosaur behind you run next to you while you're watching on the screen. You know, so you're gonna be watching a screen, but essentially having this multifaceted sensory punch to the wherever you want to get it and i mean you know from an orgasm perspective yeah we're doing some amazing things with audio and that's why i wanted to make this playlist so with this playlist it has the visuals and audio that i think are top notch um they definitely again they definitely put a, a wrinkle on my brain so i want to put that out there um check it out um so getting to the playlist I found a video 
and I'm going to preface this very little. I'm going to play as much of him as I can because I think I think this person is a very, very, very good speaker. Probably one of the first people in hip hop to really get canceled hard to where like you did not see him ever again type stuff. Um, there's a lot he has to say and a lot of the early unhinged yay rhymes with what this man is saying. I'm not talking about the other stuff, and I'm definitely not talking about his hate for a certain group of people. That is not what we're talking about today. Um, we do not promote hate here. Um, what I'm what I'm getting at is the darker, esoteric part of the music industry, the entertainment industry. Uh, you know, why are we hearing about these cults? Why are we hearing about these weird, you know... Uh, situations where sex is involved uh, you know there's the danny masterson case that's moving somewhere but it seems that there may have been a mistrial or dismissal it, it things are all over the place and there's so many examples of it i'm just using a few that i really think again what Ye was first saying on the drink champs interview beside and i'm and this is just about the industry itself he mentioned some dark stuff and the dark stuff he mentioned, we have confirmation of that based on the Balenciaga thing. Anyone who's been at all awake or watching the news or even looking at your phone, you've seen the pictures of what Balenciaga's up to. There's a reason Ye was talking about kids being involved in that early. One of the biggest qualms he has with everything going on, he just wants his kids to be safe. So... From that perspective, that's where I'm going to begin today. Um, the person we're going to hear from is not going to be yay, I promise. I'm not, not playing anything from him right now. Um, but we are going to get Professor Griff. Like I mentioned, one of the first people in hip-hop to just be canceled outright. We just got rid of him. You know, just just he has to go. And he, there's a lot of things he has, to, he has to say and a lot of information that he's very, very, very well capable of explaining that make it that make it in my mind to where i'm like oh i see why they canceled you <laughs> so I, like very quickly i listened to a couple minutes in this guy and i'm like oh yeah 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 you're a danger to the system <laughs> like straight up man like you know, like it's <clears throat> this is gonna be fun <laughs> so, but no what i'm getting at is you know it, it doesn't seem that these people are coming like, for all the real for all the other stories about the industry these groups and cults and you know it being tied to a group they call the Illuminati I I try not to just focus on that name I try to give as much more insight as I can um I've talked for I've touched on it a couple times but one of the unpublished works I did about the Illuminati was Aaron Carter passing away. That is Aaron Carter's death has so many question marks in it. It doesn't make sense. The fact they're not talking about on the news anymore makes even less sense. So there's a lot there. If I'm not going to unpack that tonight, because that one, that, that episode scared me to be honest with you. And it was something to where I felt like I was listening to and 
watching someone go just down this very dark road, a very dark spiral. And it happened to Aaron Carter quickly. And, um, you know, we had all the warning signs. You know, he had said things early about the system and about the abuse that he went through with Disney, Nickelodeon. He was one of those child stars. You know what I'm saying? He came up with Mandy Moore. He or no, not Mandy Moore. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Hannah Montana. He came up with around that same time. Hannah Montana. Um, I want to say he was like at one point around Ariana Grande early, very early. So, I mean, you know, they were all from the Disney teams. So a lot of their, a lot of their futures don't go well, apparently. So, you know, for Aaron Carter to have to have had, um, I don't know if anyone saw some of the last videos before he died. He posted some stuff on Instagram and Facebook Live that are very troubling. And a lot of the things he says tie in again to this I, this uh, uh, ideology that is very clearly being used. And this ideology is being pushed, promoted, forced, if you will, on, on us willingly and unwillingly, you know, um, the unwillingly example I can say would be Twitter, you know, Twitter is just saying, hey, look, we just want to be free and say whatever we want to say. But with that comes, okay, hold on, now we see what's being blocked. Why are things being blocked? That brings the questions and questions. It's not that we're conspiracy theorists, it's just there's a conspiracy and there's definitely a, a process that they're using here. I don't, I wouldn't consider anyone who's talking about that a conspira conspiracy theorist. I, I'm, I would say they're more of a conspiracy acknowledger, you know, let's be, let's be honest about it. But I think, um, Professor Griff, bravo, just snaps, not even claps for this brother. He, he deserves class. You understand? But um, what I'm liking about Professor Griff is this is an old interview. This isn't even new. He even mentions Ye in here. He mentions Kanye West in here. You're gonna you're gonna understand in just a moment. But I want I want it to evolve for you the way it evolved for me. So I'm not gonna play the whole video. If you want to check out the whole thing, it is in my playlist. Go to a new wrinkle on the brain podcast on YouTube. If you want to watch the whole video, it's under the playlist data dump that no one knows about it'll be the first thing up click go and you can take that trip down the rabbit hole if you're ready but yes here we go professor griff the controversial interview this is part of a lot of controversial interviews he's had uh, recently in the past 10 years <clears throat> but you have to think about it professor griff has been like canceled like since before 9 11 <coughs> i would say they canceled him in the late 90s the way he tells the story about how he was kicked out of Public Enemy is very terrible because right when they kick him out of Public Enemy, that's when you start seeing Flavor Flav, Flavor Flav. You started seeing him everywhere. MTV picked him up. He was on. He was on. He had his own TV show runoffs. He was on VH1 for years. If you look back, for real, for real, he Flavor Flav was on TV for twelve years. So for those who are older, you're gonna look. You're gonna look at me and be like, "What? Twelve years? What? That's, that sounds crazy." Look it up. Look it up. That dude was on TV hard for twelve years straight. Where is he now? You know what I'm saying? Like just you know, with a whole bunch more kids and a whole bunch more child support. I don't know what that man is doing. But they put him into a situation. 
Okay, anyway, let me let Professor Grip do this because you know what? When I start saying put into a situation, even I'm listening to myself and I'm like, yo, you can't do it like Professor Griff gonna do it, bruh. So so uh let me let me get out the way. Let me let Professor Griff take it away for a minute because I think this is very, very insightful. I'm gonna come back at it at the end with my ones and twos. And then we'll take it from there, all right? So yeah, check this out. play now is coming to the forefront people really wasn't aware of it even myself back in the day when Pac did the album Cluminati and I, I just thought it was just a catchy name or whatever the case may be but now I'm aware I'm like you know he was basically dissing the Illuminati so I'm all, I'm automatically convinced that that's who got him killed just by just by comparing both of the names but you know for the viewers who are not too aware of the Illuminati what is the Illuminati well like real basic like elementary teachings the Illuminati simply means holders of the light, the torch bearers, the light bearers, mm -hmm. anything dealing with the light, because they feel that they are the ones that's going to lead the way into this new millennium. So when you see the light bearers, you're actually talking about this uh, hidden hand, so to speak, of people who really, truly control things. So when you hear the Illuminati, it's the illuminated ones the light bearers, the torch bearers. And the prime example of that is when you see the Olympics, they take the, the torch through every city in town, every city and it comes to America and they pass the torch. That's a sign of the Illuminati. The Statue of Liberty is a sign of the Illuminati. Uh, shell gas station, the, the shell is not an actual shell, it's a rising sun. MasterCard, because they call themselves men of towardness, those that operate between the rising and the setting suns, because they're sun worshippers, and they believe in the light. You understand what I'm saying? That they're the light bearers. So they leave signs and symbols. I can take out a dollar bill and break it down from top to bottom, back and forth. You understand what I'm saying? These are the people that hid themselves, interwoven themselves into the fabric of every aspect of America. Politics, education, religion, every facet, every facet of America. I'm gonna keep this, all right? All right. So like I was saying, right? Um, when you talk about the Illuminati hiding themselves, here you have the all-seeing eye on top of a pyramid acting as the capstone. You understand what I'm saying? Inside, if you connect the dots, uh, drawing out a Star of David, you'll see the word Mason, all right? Mm -hmm. um, but actually, the word Mason, if you scramble the letters around, is the ancient order of, of the Noble Mystic Shrine. Alright? But not only that, see, they hide cute little things like that because they know that we don't know um, the symbols, symbology. We're not symbol literate. So when you read it further, it says, Anuit uh, Coethus, which is Latin, Novus Ordo Seclorum, announcing the birth of the New World Order. Well, shit, the New World Order is already here. This, this is about to play out. This is only worth eight cents. So if you brothers out there are selling drugs and killing people over this, Stop that, man. This is this is not even worth it. You and just for reference, he's holding a $1 bill. Anybody who's been around anybody who have really had some data knows a lot about a $1 bill. There's little things hidden in it. That's why he's talking about the, the all-seeing eye, the little owl next to the one, the, the, the Latin text that's written in it. Like, yo, if, you, if you're carrying around dollar bills, really, really, you're kind of carrying around a spell. And... Like when he's mentioning that it's eight cents, this video was made at least four or five years ago. The dollar ain't worth much at all right now. You understand? So when he starts talking about the industry and money, 
you're gonna hear some things but i also want to put it into context um when he starts talking about money and whatnot he's talking about 1990s 2000 money when it was worth something right about now y'all y'all know what, what this inflation is doing so you know we'll talk about that on another day but i'm gonna let him continue to talk about this one dollar bill real quick because what he talks about next it's gonna be it's gonna be powerful watch i mean just hang in there with me check us out you see what i'm saying but we need to put enough of these together so we can buy some land so we can carve out our own destiny are you following me you see the regentrification going on um throughout every major city in america they moving black people out they taking over the inner cities all right that brings us to haiti that brings us to uh, hurricane katrina are you following me so these things are going on right before our eyes but one interesting thing about the dollar bill in the corner to the left of george washington's head if you fold it this way and this way, you'll actually see an owl that sits right in the corner, right above the number one. The Bohemian owl. Right. Um, this is, which is their logo, because simply because the reason why they chose the owl is because the owl sees things in the dark. Mm -hmm. the uh, another thing, the Council of Foreign Relations and the Bohemian Grove Club pray to a group, I'm sorry, pray to an effigy of an owl. They call it Molek. If you want to do more investigations on Molek, I do believe there's a couple of videos that I have in my playlist on that, but you can also find that in about three different archival videos. I think the best one that I've ever seen was, believe it or not, T.I. Uh, T.I. had a podcast called um, Expeditiously. And on the podcast, Expeditiously, he sits down with Alex Jones for three hours, and Alex Jones breaks down the Bohemian Grove, these larger occult groups. And I use the word occult loosely because the word occult is a very loose term in general. It just means outside of the normal realm of think or the normal realm of what you're doing, you know? Uh, anyway, Professor Griff, let's go deeper. Owl is wise, and the owl always makes that particular sound called who, because we don't know who. Are you following me? Right. But the owl represents the District of Columbia. That brings me to your friend, not mine, uh, Barack Obama. Barack Obama. You talking about Barry? Yeah. What's Barack, up, Barry? <laughs> Barack Obama is the uh, president of uh, a corporation, and he's not the president of the United States of America. Absolutely. Their logo is the all-seeing owl. Now. To prove that, I always say in my lectures that if you find any watch ad in any magazine, the time is always 10-10. Why? Simply because the District of Columbia is, is designed 10 square, 10 square miles by 10. That's the government, not everything else. That's what he's the president of, a corporation. What is a corporation's main uh, entity that they buy, sell, and trade? You. Are you following me? You are useless either to them. You're sheeple. Are you following me? Mm -hmm. Your birth certificate is worth $634,000. And this is what they use as collateral with Britain. And that's the only thing that they run in America. You're a human resource. You understand what I'm saying? This is why you have no right. So for people who don't know, who runs the Illuminati? Who are the founding fathers of this, this whole well, demonic? What I do is rather than talk off the top of my head, is your dollar back. At the top of my head, I go to books like this, Bloodlines of the Illuminati. It gives you all of the families that are here, not written by a black man, not written by Griff. 
You understand what I'm saying? These are the bloodlines of the Illuminati. This is why Barry, Barack Obama, President Obama, is tied in via the bloodline. This is why Jay-Z said that he was sitting in San Tropez sipping $20,000 bottles of crystal with the blue bloods. Are you following me? So when you talk about a place like the White House, they're not talking about a physical place, they're talking about a bloodline. So we can call their names all day long, but until you connect the dots that Steve Coakley teaches us, you don't know who's operating with who. All right, so Fritz Springmeyer broke it down in this book, The Bloodlines uh, of, the, of the Illuminati. And um, the average person, especially us, we're not going to go to the store and spend $40 and decode this and break this down and teach this to our people. But brothers like myself, I have to. And this gentleman, Tex Mars, wrote Codex Magica. It's all these signs and symbols and these handshakes and all this kind of stuff your man Jay-Z and the rest of these people are doing, they're decoded right in this particular book. They don't position themselves with these handshakes and these, these body movements and sitting a certain way. You see what I mean? They don't do this for nothing. Uh, he's, show, he's showing them pages of, a book, of the book. So the, I'm not going to lie to you. The book's as big as a dictionary. Like, this is a large book. This is not no, oh, I'm going to read that one night. No, it's going to take you a couple days, maybe even a couple weeks. I don't know how, how good you read, but it got a lot of pictures, so you will definitely be entertained. But no, the, the book, uh, the uh, Codex Magica, yeah, it's pretty intense, and a lot of it does kind of tie into masonry. You're going to hear some mason talk here in a moment. Anyone who's a mason, knows a mason, or a family with a mason, I will admit, this has nothing to do with you. You are not a group that is to be blamed for anything. Um, you may even learn some things today as well. And the fun fact, even if it is some type of secret group, apparently it's not that secret. Sorry. Um, not sorry. Check this out. All right. They do this. They do this for a reason. Look. They're speaking a language to someone right past your consciousness. They're speaking an entire language. And until we become symbol literate, I, I definitely want to get. We won't. We won't know Codex Magica by Tex Mars. I'll make sure y'all check this out. I mean, like this glance because you know he was showing me a lot of things. It's like yeah, yeah, all the different poses and stuff people do. Right, and handshakes and whatnot. We gotta understand. And, and these are symbols that are being used in hand signals for like mass media pictures uh some of these pictures have icons in the back like aarp um different different um leaders of industry um he, he, had, he mentioned shell gas it, they're here too you know there's a lot of industrial leaders that you know take these high profile pictures and you look a little deeper you might see something different you know what i'm saying like i was saying earlier not a lot of things are coincidence a lot of things can be explained. This is one of those things where uh, even if you're unwilling, this has to be explained deeper. So, so, so let's go a little deeper. Come on, perfect. come on, come on, Griff. Let's go. Then why these people sit the way they do and uh, send signals the way they do and the, the whole language that they use, being a symbol literate. You understand what I'm saying? We gotta understand. We gotta understand that because. One of the pictures here has uh, Donald Trump in it, uh, fun fact. And um, yeah, it turns out uh, he, he does a lot of those little hand gestures and pictures, when he's, especially when he's uh, using his hands. I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to leave that out there as a keyword. If you've caught the keyword, go look it up. Trump and his hand signals in certain pictures.
might surprise you. Because they're speaking the language right, right past us. A lot of people ask me, matter of fact, Tavis Smiley asked me in my book when the cameras were turned off. He said, um, because I came to the interview on the Tavis Smiley show with books and newspapers and shit. He says, well, you can leave that backstage. I'm like, I'm like nah, nah, I might need it. So I just kind of set it right there on the coffee table. But they made sure they didn't get it in shot. Because if he was to go in on some of these things, I wanted to show them that this is not coming from me. God is no respect of persons, man. God don't care who you are. The truth is the truth. Listen, if it starts to rain right now and all of us went outside, you think it's not going to rain on you like it's going to rain on me? God is no respect of persons. When the truth hits you, it hits you. So what is the what is Illuminati's purpose in the industry, and when did they infiltrate the industry? When well, did this all start in the, in the industry as far as music? Well, globally, they want a total, total global enslavement. They want to control every facet of everyone's life, everything moving, breathing, thinking. They want to control everything on the planet. He's actually not playing when he says that. Um, I will give you two verifiable sources of information. You can check this out at the World Economic Forum. Please do not search it on Google. It will not take you to what you need to see. Um, I would suggest using a browser such as DuckDuckGo or even using a different system of accessing the internet like a brave browser and then using DuckDuckGo as your search engine so by making those updates to your searches you may understand and see and read and be able to understand exactly what he's talking about the world economic forum is not part of a great reset it's part of a great control system however it's failing that's why we're seeing mass riots in china now as far as the cfr not too sure what's going on there because apparently they did a huge revamp and their website looks a lot different now but you can find their, the information about the council on foreign relations that's going to be uh, cfr.org the cfr.org website literally explains deeply the details of what they want to do for climate change esg scores you're going to understand esg and when you read more about ESG, where your money's going, where your pension's going, uh, if you know someone who's elderly, if they're living on a 401k, you may want to look more into that. Um, you can also check out information about BlackRock Industries or there's BlackRock, they're, tra they're traded on the NASDAQ. I don't believe they have a website, but you can look them up. Uh, and also um, Blackwater. You want to start looking into water. I'm going to do a whole thing next year on water. I'm holding back so much information about water, it makes me want to pee right now. But I'm kidding. Um, seriously, wa water is a control factor. The, um, certain control groups want to control water. Fun fact. Look it up. It's not a joke. This is actually very serious. This will affect you very soon. Um, we are seeing what is happening in China. If you don't want to have to uh, revolt like they are, you might want to start reading. Becoming educated on what's happening is going to make movement and change much easier. However, Mr. Griff? Okay. Now, I'm 49 years old. Before you was born, I was given this lecture. You can go back into the archives and say, okay, well, damn, he was talking about the New World Order and the Illuminati a long time ago which I talk about, I talk about that in my book when I we deal with the, the occult science. Um, but it first hit me when a man by the name of um, Steve Coakley started connecting dots 
And I already knew some things prior to that, but when he started actually putting it up and connecting the names with the organizations, with the people, to black people, in and out of music, in and out of education and politics, I said, oh wow, this is a lot deeper than I ever thought. So when I started actually putting up physical charts and connecting people's names, I said, oh, if it's, if it's happening with the World Council of Churches, with the Creflo Dollars and the TD Snakes and the Eddie Wrongs in them, then it's happening, it's happening in music. And sure enough, when I started pulling the cover off of um, uh, Sony, we started pulling the cover off of MCA and some of these major record companies at the time, it's there. There's a man by the name of John Todd, if you put his name in the search engine, he talks about, I should have turned that off, that's The Roots, by the way. You heard The Roots' new album? Yeah, oh, it's kind of fly, but anyway. Uh, John Todd actually talks about how they had a secret chamber down uh, below the record company where they used to take your master, put it on the altar, and do rituals around your music. I've heard of that. I've heard yeah. of that. This is real. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when I started connecting the dots, it just hit me, man, like somebody cold caught me. And I'm like, wow, right here, right in front of me. But then I was really shocked, to answer your question directly, I was shocked to see the Jay-Z's and the Damon Dash and these kind of people, kind of their behavior wasn't like it was early on. They were strictly hood. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then I'm like, well, what is it about belonging to the Billionaires Boys Club that makes you change and get disconnected from the hood. Do you understand what I'm saying? I said, oh, they're taking the oath. See, the Illuminati, the holders of the light, infiltrated the Masonic Lodge. Now, for the Masons that are out there watching this, you don't know a damn thing about this. I ain't talking about your average Mason down the street that know a couple little handshakes and little code words. I'm not talking about him. He don't know anything about this. The Illuminati infiltrated. If you study uh, Myron Fagan, the one who actually brought this information to light. Uh, he did a thing called the CFR. The CFR is the Illuminati in America, Myron Fagan. And he was basically saying the Illuminati infiltrated the Masonic Lodge and actually was the one that set up camp in the Masonic Lodge and actually initiated some of these people in the Masonic Lodge. And once the Kanye West and the Nas and these kind of people kind of took that oath, it's a rap, man. So let me ask you this, like with Nas, especially, like, I always thought Nas was speaking against the powers that be, especially with the last album that he released, the nigga album. Like, I felt like out of all the mainstream artists, he really was the one to kind of expose some of the stuff that was going on and kind of speak out against it. You know, not, not like how uh, Tupac did. I don't think he went as far as that. But at the same time, he did kind of come out at them. I think, yeah, I think Nas, in, in a clever way, and we have to respect Nas for this, beautiful brother, talented artist, but he has to juggle this thing like we got to juggle this thing. He got to survive. You understand what I'm saying? And I think he was up in that space. I think some shit was revealed to him, and he said, look, if I don't play both sides of this thing to get out of this shit alive, I'm going to end up like Tupac. Personally, that's what I feel. Nas may be watching this. I know Nas. Nas knows me. You understand what I'm saying? But that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm feeling watching Nas and the moves that he's making. Throughout his whole life, because Nas to me could I felt like they always tried to position Nas in Jay-Z's position. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like, I feel like they, they approached each artist from deep, different coasts, the main artists at the time, and approached them with the same ultimate. Right. And the ones who they felt like didn't want it, 
and were probably going to reveal something, they ousted. Right, but you know, so it's an interesting point, simply because I tell people all the time, you don't choose them, they choose you. Right. So they had their eye on Nas for a long time. Now, we can't sit there and say for sure that they approached Nas, but I'm telling you, I'm willing to bet some money that they did. Look at his career and some of the things that he was trying to do. The other said on a street level, trying to survive in the industry. He was battling Jay-Z at the point where he flipped and signed with Jay. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. You just ate his ass alive with the ether. You understand what I'm saying? But yet you're going to go sign with your rival? Come on, something's up with that. Right. See, that's the Hegelian dialectic principle. You know, that's the three-step solution. Problem, reaction, solution. You know, the same thing that Kanye and 50 Cent did. Made us think that they were against one another. When they started competing, who was going to sell the most records, See, they was probably in cahoots with one another to get that cheese, get caked up. You understand what I'm saying? So so what do you feel about, like, so you feel like every every artist who's in that money space, the Puff Daddies, the Jay-Zs, the 50 Cents, the Kanye's, the Eminem's, the Dr. Dre's, all these people, the Ice Cubes, are are they a part of what's, what's force-feeding us with, with all this? Yeah, but they, they want to know, and I want to look in the camera and tell them to their face, man, y'all ass is a peon. When them crackers get a hold of your ass and they decide to do away with you like they did Michael Jackson, I'm warning you, I'm telling you, they killed Michael Jackson. I believe that. When they ready to get rid of your ass, you are done. And your ass cannot come back to the hood. You seen the DVD, um, rap sheets? No, I'm not. <coughs> I'm not going to let them <coughs> break down this next part. But I will do this. I have a feeling Kanye West predicted his own future. It's strange. It's so strange how that happens. And you know, sometimes when you say things enough, it becomes true. Or if you're told things enough, you make it true. You know, I, I think uh, I think this song just is never going to sit well in history for him. He may have been 100% correct. And I don't mind playing because guess what? He ain't got enough money to sue me. Ha! <laughs> money. Well, I'm in need. Yes, it's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger. Way over time. That digs on me. Uh. She give me money. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head. Cutie the bomb, met her at a beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her underarm. She said, I could tell you rock, I could tell by your charm. Fars, girls, you gotta flock. I could tell by your charm and your arm, but I'm looking for the one. Cena. My psychic told me she have a ex like Serena, Trina, Gina for Lopez, four kids, and I gotta take all they bad to show this. Okay, get your four kids. Gotta take them all to the showbiz. Four kids gotta take them all to the showbiz. And we just had the thing with Balenciaga. Let me play that back just in case you ain't listening to me. Low kids, four kids, and I gotta take all they bad to show this. Okay, get your kids, but then they got their friends. I put up in the bins, they all gotta be. 
in We all went to den And then I had to pay If you f***ing with this girl Then you better be paid You know why? Take too much to touch her From what I heard She got a baby by Buster My best friend said She used to f*** with Usher I don't care what none of y'all say I still love her Now I You know she's been around. You know who she been with. I don't care what none of y'all say. I still love her. Just in case he ain't heard him. It sounds like he's planning his own demise. This is... This is very, very interesting. This is very interesting. From what I heard, she got a baby by Buster. My best friend said she used to... I don't care what none of y'all say, I still love her Now I ain't saying she a gold digger, uh But she ain't messing with no broke, broke, uh Now I ain't saying she a gold digger, uh But she ain't messing with no broke, broke, uh Get down, girl, go ahead, get down Get down, girl, go ahead, get down Get down, girl, go ahead, get down Get down, girl, go ahead 18 years, 18 years She got one of your kids, got you for 18 years I know somebody where he didn't listen to his own music ain't that something <laughs> like, ouch if you had a good lawyer and i'm not i'm not trying to be rude the irony is hilarious but if you had a lawyer with a jewish last name i have to say they would have put in the prenup that you wouldn't have to pay the child support i'm not saying a certain group of people is better at being lawyers than others i'm not saying that what i'm saying is Kanye West did not do his due diligence in receiving the correct amount or the correct type of representation. You are being racist with what I said. <laughs> it's not me. It's you. But no, seriously, it's so funny. Like if you if you are so rich and you know this chick that you're with is stupid rich as well. He mentioned it in the Drink Champs interview. She has five percent of Adidas and another like three point whatever percent of a couple other contracts that he made obviously balenciaga paid her she came out and said some things and guess what balenciaga moved and hopped too fast they hopped too very fast so it's clear this is a control mechanism we are all being played. I, I have to just say it out loud. I think we're all being played for Trumps. And, you know, when being played for Trumps, every now and then, you got to look between the lines. I used to hear that saying a lot in high school. Read between the lines, man. And then the person would hold like three fingers up. You know, the first finger, middle finger, and the ring finger. Read between the lines, man. You know, kind of flicking me off without, without flicking me off. He's doing that right now to everyone. He's flicking you off without flicking you off. He's throwing you the bird without without technically physically doing it. But he's calling out a larger entity that in 
some ways, rightfully so, should be called out. However, subjugating, talking mess about, or explaining in detail how much you like Hitler is probably not the best way to get your point across. However, we can agree that Israel may not be on the up and up. We may be able to agree that, hey, funding Ukraine through Israeli ways of funding probably isn't the most legit way to do business. People who put up pictures of Ukrainian flags should be 100% embarrassed. Kanye West has exposed you. You are indeed, yes, funding a neo-Nazi group in Ukraine. Your Twitter handles do it. By you posting it on Facebook, it does it. It reinforces a falsehood that is true. The falsehood simple. The government's at war right now. We have been at war for years, and they're just not announcing it. There is no other reason that B2 bomber videos should be on ABC. That was on the news today, okay? Unveiling the bomber, the stealth bomber, that the the B21. Are you kidding me? Number one, when I saw it, I was like, dude, we're obviously 20 years ahead of that. However, I'll also say, she gave away locations and everything. Like, we are at war. Real physical war. But right now, what you need to do at home is understand that you're in a psychological war. A spiritual, psychological war against a dark faction that wants your attention. It wants your eyes. It wants you. It want, You are the product. Are you not hearing it? They explained it so well in the Matrix movies, but we just forgot about it. Then Matrix 3 came out, and it was a total piece of shit. Had nothing to do with the true plot of us understanding and finally being able to break away. That's not what that movie was about. Matrix 3 was about refinding an, a, an old idea. Refinding an old love and running off into the sunset happily ever after. That's not life. They tried to pin it up with a bow. Hey, here you go. Hey, happily ever after. Everyone's old, but hey, who cares, man? He walked away and drove away into the sunset. No, that's not reality. That's Disney. Even Disney is waking up to their own bullshit and they fired their CEO. I'm trying to say this as easily as I can. We have been played. We have been used as patsies. And I will say, if you've hung in there this long, you are amazing. I appreciate it. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you. All the love to you. Appreciate you from BG here at a new ring of the brain. That's why I'm here. Do things to say things to give you things. I didn't have if it wrinkled my brain, it's gonna wrinkle yours too. I appreciate you. That's why I do what I do. Put it out there as much as I can, but I really do appreciate y'all. Thank you. Once again, you guys have four or five million other things you could have been watching tonight. You guys chose me. I appreciate it. You ladies out there, you chose me. I appreciate it. The love is equal both ways. Um, Like, share, and subscribe. If you really vibe what I'm saying, please share it to someone else that vibes like this. 
the 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 vibe could go somewhere you know what i'm saying where the vibe be the change you want to see and be just nice to people be be nice be kind being well because guess what it's free just be nice <laughs>